Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. Soil by Bertrand Bickersteth. Now let's look at a field in fall, half living, half leaving, half outward, half injured, quartered section of parceled land, legally subdivided as playground, felled to basic firmament. Or you just tell those other kids, no, that black is beautiful. Warble our parents with worse worn, worn out words. But from here, face to floor, we see the molecular sophistry of soil, the ore of orthic, the no of chernozem, the black of dark brown, children flat out face to ground. Can we assemble this out? A field is just the fifth side of a fact caught out of season and found out in words and injured and we swore we would stop looking at fields because they remind us so much of absence of beauty it hurts Outlaws, we're still camping, Catherine and I. We're leaving today, but first we're going to go to Kelly's bathtub and have more walks and swims because it was such an amazing day yesterday. We even had the whole lake to ourselves for quite a while until children arrived with their inflatables and they played uh, Voyageur in the water. And it was just blissful to float around and just be with all the elements of nature and listen to the birds and... Uh, read and we even played Scrabble on a floaty which I've never done before in my life so that was super fun. So today we're going to read another poem, discuss another poem from Best Canadian Poetry 2023 and this poem which Catherine chose as one of the ones she wanted to talk about is Soil by Bertrand Bickersteth, a poet from Calgary and John Barton in his intro just says that soil is an evocation of how certain ground holds the memory of violence. Okay, so then we go to Bickersteth's bio, and he writes in much more detail about the whole context and history of why he wrote this piece. So he says of soil, this piece is part of my ongoing interest of black history in rural places. Many of these poems attempt to dramatize the little-known experiences of black pioneers on the prairies at the start of the 20th century. Yes, he wrote the book, uh, The Response of Weeds. That was his debut collection. And I really enjoyed that, and I reviewed it on my Miro blog. So my aim is to bring these stories to life by braiding history, geography, popular culture, and my biography all together. This poem emerges from a previous one in which a black farmer sings, Berta, Berta a popular African-American work song from his tractor. Can you hear the difference, darling? Seed, soil, weed, oil. The poem Soil forms a strand of his song. It tries to break down the dirtiness of racism by breaking down soil into its molecular components. As is often the case, the closer you look at something, the less its origins are apparent. 
In this case, I brought my childhood playground experiences into view because children are so much closer to dirt than adults, but they look to adults to solve their problems. As immigrants from a black majority country, my parents were completely unequipped to help me against something they had no experience with. So when it came to racism, I was the black pioneer of our family. I had to learn how to navigate the ugliness of this place that had seeded me with its ugliness. I had to learn to find the beauty of the land that had soiled me with its soil. I'm still learning these two things. Soil is one example of this. Okay, so let's look at the poem as a poem. First of all, it's a long, skinny poem. It's portioned out into stanzas that could be four lines or two lines or one line. Um, very short lines for the most part, uh, words that are um, Anglo-Saxon, but also he has some Latinate words as well. He has repetitions in half, 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 half. So you're looking at parceling out divisions, um, containments, and you know the, the legal way that we divvy up what we own. Uh, he has a lot of alliteration in F's field, fall, feld, firmament. Uh, he's got italics in the word or and no. And he's got black is beautiful in quotation marks. And hyphenated words, worse worn, worn out. And then we get into the complexities of the soil. And he uses words like molecular, sophistry, orthic, churnism. And I love those words because... You can take them, you know, of course we know what molecular is, but we may not entirely know what he means by molecular sophistry. So we can take it as this gorgeous sounds of mull and soft, and then with soil, and then echoing in orthic and chernosum. Uh, or we can think about what he's saying in terms of how sophistry can relate to soil, as in it seems direct and relatable and straightforward, but actually if you break it down, into these component parts of you know what it's made out of the orthic elements the chernosum the black you get a whole complexity uh you get the the scientific components but you also get the aspects of the racism that he faced that he could and couldn't understand as a child and then you have the kind of um can we assemble this out so you know you have the slang that's you know, mixed in. So you have the different registers and the, the different dictions. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's really interesting because for me, I don't often like long skinny poems. I, I just feel they, they rarely work well or they feel kind of um, 80s. <laughs> but uh, he's he's actually really working it. Um, and it, you know, it's making sense as a visual. And also it's part of his theory of the land. And then in the end, he kind of deflates a little bit for me um, into absence and beauty and then beauty hurting, which is kind of an obvious statement at the end. But also there is a pang of, you know, both being connected to the land and it being uh, something that is uh, elements of, of terror and fear and and you know, the complexity of working the land and then, you know, being invisibilized and, and being uh, the object of attacks. And yet you're creating the food, you're creating the sustenance. So Catherine, what do you think? All right. Good morning. This is such a lovely location to have a discussion. Sure is. Listen to the fire. I know. So I, I was looking through this and through the 
anthology. And this grabbed me because of the structure, because I know Catherine and I have talked a lot about Instagram poetry. And when you look at this, it kind of has that feel. But when you start to read it, you, you immediately are drawn into the, the complexity, right, of the structure. So the anaphora, the assonance, the consonants, all that stuff is really, really skillfully done. So in terms of why it works structurally, that's why I think it works mm -hmm, structurally because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's well done. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, well, it's yeah, it's not it's not just oh I'll write a skinny poem because it's easy. Yeah, I think a lot of these exactly. Like, oh, it's so simple to not even think about your line breaks when you're yeah. using one or two words per line. You yeah, know? exactly. When I glance at this, I'm like, oh boy, two two words per yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then easy, you start easy. you start reading and you go, oh wow. Yeah. So and then I'm all about poetry working because it connects to me and mm -hmm. I taught in Breton Alberta for five years and Breton was the first um, black settlement mm. in Alberta it was a huge like 30 families black mm -hmm. families settled and were successful farmers there and moved on but the town although it's or sorry village although it's ostensibly ostensibly <laughs> help me Catherine ostensibly thank you Caucasian <laughs> Caucasian um still very much celebrates the black culture. Mm. Um, it, it's very prominent in the village. Uh, it hasn't been forgotten. You know, it's had a huge impact. Uh, so that I really was, I felt an instant connection as soon mm. as I started reading the poem. And I, I think that is really one of the reasons poetry should work. I think you've You know talked, something of the context? Yeah, I think you've talked before about when a poem is too abstract, Mm -hmm. when it only has meaning for the poet mm. it's it's a kind of an insular yeah. world for them and they're not it's self-referential yeah and and it and you're not able to to have an anchor into it and and sort of climb on the ride you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's why it's i not inclusive yeah i really enjoyed this and yeah and then otherwise just the sort of back and forth the the soil analogy mm -hmm. um with skin color right mm-hmm Generally, I just think it works. I agree with you about the ending. Um, I think when you're writing, sometimes it's really hard to decide to end when to end, especially with the short lines. Mm. Where would you end it? Uh, I'm I'm not sure that I would end it at any point that he has right there, but maybe uh, we swore we would stop looking at fields, and and you yourself as the reader then can interpret why you would yeah. stop looking at fields rather than him telling you here's why you should because yeah. this is how they remind us of beauty and absence and beauty hurting is just a cliche yeah so. yeah i've really thought a lot about when you say things are too statementy mm -hmm. right yeah too much saying things it's just this kind of like it's forcing you to feel a certain mm -hmm. way yeah and that's contrived and that's you know that's why i loathe poets like mm -hmm. mary oliver because to me they're just constantly contriving yeah um and i don't i don't trust contrivance and it's, it's you know we all fall into it as writers but you have to develop that radar to mm -hmm. me so that you're like nope that's kind of a false ending yeah right? you yeah know, yeah I'm pushing the reader what's well, the old you know show don't tell yeah right because up until there, he's yeah. showing us, he's you know, enfolding us in his experience. And yeah. then it's like... I mean, sometimes you can tell and get away with it. Yeah. But not in a cliche. That's yeah. something we've heard before. Yeah. So I think he just lets himself down a little bit there. But I mean, the rest of the piece is, is super powerful and takes you places you probably haven't been. I mean, you have more context to this than most people, I would say. Mm -hmm. Right? So... Um, uh, yeah, I think that's a fascinating entree for me yeah. into a way of seeing the land. It, I 
find some of the line breaks nonsensical. Mm, yeah, like how like about the ends. interruption and um, injured, maybe. Mm-hmm. But what is it doing, really? Yeah, and I know our audience can't see, but on the third page of the poem, because it's really long and skinny, and, and, and are all separated, and I don't mm-hmm. think it really adds yeah, anything to it. Yeah, I mean, unless he rhythmically wants you I to guess feel so. the plotting... And like it's kind of like steps, maybe you know, maybe yeah. marking out the field. Yeah, you know? true, true. Yeah, and when so. I read it, maybe it'll it'll jive a little bit exactly. better. Exactly. So thank right. you for your interpretation. Yes. And please do read the poem. Thank you, Catherine. Soil by Bertrand Bickerseth. Now let's look at a field in fall, half living, half leaving, half outward, half injured quartered section of parceled land, legally subdivided as playground, felled to basic firmament. Or you just let those other kids know that black is beautiful. Warble our parents with worse-worn, worn-out words. But from here, face to floor, we see the molecular sophistry of soil, the ore of orthotic, the no of Chernozem, Chernozem, the black of dark brown, children, flat out, face to ground. Can't we assemble this out? A field is just the first side of a fact, caught out of season and found out in words and injured. And we swore we would stop looking at fields because they remind us so much of absence of beauty. It hurts. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.